Hey, it's Chris here. Can I ask a quick favour of you? If you've picked up a copy of my book, Rise of the Youpreneur, and you can spare 60 seconds to drop a quick review up on Amazon, it would mean the world to me. I read every single one of them, and they simply brighten my day every day. Plus, if you send me a copy of the review, you can just post it up on social and tag me at Chris Ducker or email me directly, chris at chrisducker.com. I'll send you a free gift that I know you're going to love, and it's super useful as well, just as a way to say thank you for doing so. And if you've not got a copy of the book yet, what are you waiting for? Head over to youpreneur.com right now to grab your copy. Thanks for listening to this short message, and let's get started with this week's episode. This is Youpreneur FM, the official podcast of the Youpreneur Mastermind Community, a place where no entrepreneur gets left behind in their pursuit of building a business they can be proud of. And now, and now, now. here's your host, serial entrepreneur and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Chris Ducker. Well, hello there and welcome to episode number 311 of Youpreneur FM. I'm your host as always, Chris Ducker, and it is a pleasure to have you inserting me into your day today. Thank you so much for doing that. And I'm not going to let you down. Your attention is very much not going to be taken for granted. Got a great show today with a dynamic duo from Britain under the name of Andrew and Pete, who have been taking the content marketing world by storm for the last couple of years. However, before we get cracking, just a quick reminder that Youpreneur FM is brought to you by the Youpreneur Mastermind community, the premier online community for entrepreneurs wanting to build a profitable, sustainable business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. Community members get exclusive access to our acceleration training library, which includes everything you'll need to know to build, market, and monetize a successful business. And couple that together with our monthly mastermind calls, discounted tickets to our live events, and access to our enthusiastic, supportive member-only forums. And you've got everything you need to succeed. If you're serious about building the business of you, as I call it, and in the most rewarding profitable way possible, then you must join us. So be sure to head over to youpreneur.com today for more info. So on to my chat with Andrew and Pete. Now, full disclosure, these gents will be on stage at the Youpreneur Summit coming up in just a few short weeks, really, about a month or so away in the good old city of London. If you haven't already got your tickets, there could be a few left over, although we were very, very close to selling out as and when I recorded this particular introduction. So hop over to youpreneursummit.com to see if there are some still available. Uh, but this is actually a bit of a, um, it's, it's a bit of a kind of a story uh, type of podcast here rather than sort of hardcore how-to info. It's, we talk about how they got together, what they did at first, all the mistakes they made when it came to their content marketing, and how they now building a very, very profitable business based around their personal brand as a duo. So it's quite different uh, for us here on the show and how they're monetizing that personal brand with things like memberships and speaking and products and a whole lot more. So I know you're going to enjoy this really, really fun conversation between the three of us. Buckle up. It could be a bumpy ride. Here we go. 
So the dynamic duo that is known as Andrew and Pete are with me. Welcome, gents. Woo-hoo! Hello, Chris. Hello, youpreneurs of the world. We are ready to rock this, Chris. We are ready. I have. I had no idea that you were so ready. This is fantastic. I'm almost a little bit surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, what else and, did you expect, Chris? Well, I was going to say, well done for the American-style Oprah Winfrey whoop whoop at the beginning of everything as well. I think that's great. Oh yeah, yeah. We are, we are secretly American. It's very much part of our personal brand. Mm. The whoop whoop. <laughs> well, it is. You're right. And I mean. You know, we're going to get into all the little bits and pieces that you guys do that kind of help you stand out. But it's funny you say that, you know, there where you kind of feel like you're, you're, you're secret Americans. I also feel like that as well. I mean, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the United States over the last 20 years and, and probably done more business in the U.S. than I have done in our motherland of England. Um, it's mm-hmm. funny how that has probably I mean it's developed I think over time because of the businesses that I've been involved but particularly online it's so american focused isn't it how do you guys feel about that being brits I think that's a really interesting point because a lot of brits almost have this excuse that america is so far ahead with marketing and to some degree it's true and and i think to some degree there's a lot more opportunity over there there's a lot more people there's like a gajillion more conferences to speak at, um, which really frustrates us as as speakers. And I also think, though, that it's a huge opportunity for people in, in the UK that, you know, we have a chance to be a little bit different. And a lot of US people really love that. I mean, some people don't. We've, we've literally been told by some really big people like, yeah, you can't just rely on your British accent. Uh, some people find that annoying, which is like, oh, okay. You see, I'm I'm well aware of the fact that I probably get about eighty percent of my speaking gigs in America because of the British accent, and I'm actually quite fine with that. <laughs> it sets you out. It's uh, the, the instant way to stand out in an American audience. <laughs> it is. You're right. Okay, but then again, you know. Then there's some people that you know turn up with um, blow up inflatable aliens. Um, yes, they they throw things into the crowd quite regularly, um, uh-huh. and and I'm and I, I actually you might remember I recorded a video not so long ago talking about your speaker. Uh, demand list and <laughs> some people call it a rider but I call it a demand list um, mm-hmm. and I'm genuinely scared you guys are going to be on the stage at this year's Youpreneur Summit and I'm very excited to be having the opportunity to introduce you to to our community of entrepreneurs but there exciting. was some there was some stuff in that rider that scared me like I'm genuinely right <laughs> are you a bit nervous Chris I'm a ta- well I mean what well, number one Clearly, I've seen you guys speak before, so I know what to expect, uh, which is the reason why I've invited you to come speak at the summit. But then you started asking to, you know, asking me to make sure I've got change of clothes available and all this sort of stuff. Uh-huh. I'm genuinely a little worried about this now. <laughs> You've signed the contract now, Chris. Yeah. It's not going back. Just don't, just don't wear your best suit, that's all. That's okay. all we're saying. Good. I'll make sure I've got a change no, of clothes. I think for anyone listening, that is a really important thing that we like to do. If, if speaking is one way that you want to progress in or make money um it's really really hard to make a career in that if you're not the best at it and so one way that we like to stand out is by being different 
right? We try to be the best possible, but it's hard when you're competing against people like Chris Ducker or Pat Flynn or whatever, right? It's, it's hard to be better than people, especially if you're just starting out. So the one of the things that's helped us really grow our speaking career is always doing things a little bit differently. So yes, we try to be the best and yes, we're getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. But we've always tried to do something a little bit different and stand out. Yeah. So it's kind of been our aim. Every single thing that we do, whether it's writing a blog or um, publishing a video or doing a speaking gig, we want to make as many people remember us as possible. And that's kind of been our aim right from the start, really, when we realized kind of the power of standing out. How many people are going to go home, are going to finish watching that video and actually remember us tomorrow, the week after, or the exactly. month after? I mean, just case in point there. Um, we did a talk at Social Media Marketing World, San Diego, California, and in that talk, we gave away a we gave away a few in, uh, frisbees, which was mm-hmm. cool. Which uh, the talk is themed around like aliens and the algorithm and, and how to defeat the evil alien algorithms and things like that. Of course, of course, <laughs> uh, we like to give our talks themes, but we also gave away a huge. It was like five, six foot tall inflatable alien. Bright green. Uh, this Bright thing, green. Yeah. Yeah. And and this thing has been around the world. Seriously. It's like been in New York, Wichita, Denver. It's been um, in the UK. It's like amazing. And everywhere it goes, it gets tagged, Andrew and Pete. And everywhere it goes, it needs to be explained. And how did they get it? Well, it was at the talk by those awesome two, Andrew and Pete. And recently, it's just been on a whole road trip um, with a bunch of like, it was like 13 influencers. And they're doing karaoke with this alien. They're taking (laughs) selfies with this alien. It's getting everywhere. And you know who's always getting mentioned? Us. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's so funny. like it was the cheapest promo material. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with, let's be let's be frank. I mean, like when when you had the idea of that, I mean, did you expect that to happen, or, or was that sort of kind of just like a bit of a knock a knock on effect of just being? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm always talking about the importance of being different and not better. So you and I are very much aligned on this mm-hmm. strategy, right? Um, hence the fact that you're on one of my stages because they're so sacred places as you know i mean i don't just let anybody out there right so like did you expect that to happen or is that pure holy moly look at what's going on kind of thing (laughs) there was definitely a level of expectation there i don't think quite to the the degree that 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 the aliens have had but it, it was definitely like when we were planning the tour we were thinking right what can we give people that they're going to take home and remember yeah. And we kind of, we started off with the theme and it was going to be all around um, algorithms. And we thought it'd be really cool if we had like a space invaders kind of alien algorithm theme. And then we kind of, from that, we took blow up aliens, of course. So we kind of thought, <laughs> yeah, we want people to re- remember the content. But when we were planning it, we were thinking what they're really going to remember is that we've filled the room with blow up aliens. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it is it is quite deliberate. Like not many things we do are kind of, on a whim, mm. which is quite interesting. I think a lot of people just think we have these kind of crazy, <laughs> wacky ideas, yeah. but they are all kind of sensible in a way. <laughs> yeah. For for example, we had um, th- this is this is how you build up with creativity, right? So we did a talk for uh, a really big company. It was in London. It was a huge stage, 
and it was like we were really nervous because it was like probably the biggest stage ever like physically it was it couldn't you couldn't even fit it in a photo it was that big and um we talked about ready salted crisps right now we compared people's brands to like ready salted crisps uh and how you should not be ready salted crisps okay that's a boring flavor yep. and you know you're not going to get chosen there's lots of other different flavors to choose from right so we did this whole talk but yeah <clears throat> it wasn't it wasn't like we just thought of the idea to do this crisp story and thought it might be funny and work like we tested it beforehand so we initially put it out there on a uh, Instagram story and we told people that in our office building this boss buys these ready salty crisps but they never get eaten and if you buy but a more marmite flavor we think you would get eaten and this is a metaphor for your brand don't be that boring safe classic brand be the more marmite flavor brand and you will get eaten up and we went on a bit of a run and we got a, like a really really good reaction to that and loads of people got in touch People made memes of me, like about me living ready salted crisps. Were, weren't you at some point as well? Like, weren't you getting crisps sent to you in the mail? Yes. From people? Yeah, we had <laughs> seventy-two bags of ready salted crisps sent to us. <laughs> but that, that, that was the thing, right? Because we 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 thought amazing Instagram story did really well, so we put it in a podcast segment. And then the podcast segment did really well. And like Andrew said, we got sent yeah. loads of bags of crisps. And mugs. And mugs. We had mugs with our face on that said, I love ready salted crisps. I mean, what Never. the hell? <laughs> and then we thought, well, we'll take it and do it at this talk. And at the end of this talk, we we got we sold over 300 copies of our book. Right? It That's went awesome. down a storm. That's and awesome. the point is, if you want to do something a little bit crazy or a little bit out there, it's not about jumping in at the deep end. It's about building up to it. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so let's talk about what you've done then to build up to where you are. Talk to me a little bit. Obviously, you're a double act. Um, Morecambe and Wise, Laurel and Hardy. Uh, you know. Dick and Dawn. Well, you, you, can keep, you, you can keep it going. I'll stop there. I'll stop with the classics. Terrible twosome. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? We wouldn't, we wouldn't be Brits if we didn't, if we didn't talk about Aid Emerson and Rick Mayle. We've got to mention those guys. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's, let's talk about the beginning. So how do you guys actually – I know that you go way back together. So you guys met, I believe, at school. Am I right? Yeah, we, well, we, it was actually university. We met 10 years ago this year, believe it or not, mm -hmm. 10 years ago. We just got randomly placed – in the same halls of residence together at university. And what was the date? Uh, Come on. When's, when's was, the anniversary? I'm trying to remember. You put September, me on the spot. It was like September 28th. 28th, yeah. 28th, yeah, September 28th. Are you going to go out and have like a candlelit dinner on your 10th anniversary <laughs> together? <laughs> we, are, we are getting the gang back together and having a bit of a party yeah, in Lancaster. We, we are, yeah. Yeah. Good, good. All right. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Go on. Yeah. So that's where the bromance started. Lancaster mm -hmm. University. Our eyes met across a crowded room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> <laughs> and we became we became friends first, yeah. really, didn't we? We weren't really like talking about business all that much. And then when it came to kind of second year going into third year, we were thinking, right, what do we actually want to do um, with ourselves after we graduated? And we both ran the Entrepreneur Society at Lancaster University. So we had kind of this passion for entrepreneurship and business. And we thought, well, you know what? Now is probably the best time to try to do this. 
So we have like no mortgage, no wives, no kids. We still don't have some of those things. Mm-hmm. I've got a mortgage now, I guess. Yeah. But now that was the perfect time. So this was 2011. We kind of graduated and we moved to Newcastle. I wanted to live with my girlfriend over in Newcastle. So I decided that I would move up there with him and be <laughs> that third wheel. <laughs> that, I mean, that's that's commitment right, right there. You didn't I have like to that. share a bed with us, though. I mean, mm. come on, that was <laughs> too far. <laughs> this Vicky Malaki just getting in the way. <laughs> and we just kind of went for it, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. And we started kind of going networking in Newcastle. And we kind of quickly found that two 21-year-old kids at the time were <laughs> never going to pe- compete with all the other marketing companies in the area yeah. if we were just being the same as them. So it was, in fact, it wasn't even our content, you know, that got us business in the first place. It was networking. So when we went um, networking, we weren't just like everyone else. So that's when we first started like throwing chocolates across the room and we dressed up as zombies and we took party poppers and indoor fireworks. And we quickly kind of made a name for ourselves locally as like these crazy marketing guys. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But it was kind of frustrating because we looked at our online presence and our online presence was getting like nothing for us. Like we were blogging, we were tweeting, we were on LinkedIn and it was just kind of crickets on there. And we kind of looked at it and we thought, well, it's not us. Like offline, we were like these fun guys teaching Mm -hmm. marketing online we were just like everyone else so that's when we've really started trying to inject more of our personality into our online content and that's when things really kind of took off for us and that wasn't even that long ago that was maybe 2015 ish very yeah the very very end of 2015 2016 so we spent a few years out of university uh with various different business ideas like completely failing um (laughs) which is something people have to go through and then we started doing marketing and literally like we just didn't get anything for years like at least two or three years like nothing from our online efforts like nothing and we were doing everything right if you know what i mean like we're doing all the things people were saying to do just wasn't really working it was we were getting no traction and it's so frustrating and the moment we made that switch to add more personality and, and be our true selves online like literally that's when everything took off for us mm-hmm. that's when we started to get more subscribers we got actual people commenting on our blogs oh my god <laughs> uh, we got people subscribing we got people actually buying stuff from us that we'd never met before online which is crazy cool got people um, coming up to us at events and telling us they loved our content yeah. and following us we got people actually hiring us to speak at events right yeah and so it was it was almost like this crazy overnight switch and that's why we preach this so much because we know a lot of people listening are doing all the right things that they think you should be doing and they've been told to do and yet there's this myth that content marketing is like a long-term strategy and yeah, to a degree, like the longer you do it, like the, the more results you're going to get. But what a lot of people do is almost use that as an excuse. I haven't got results in the last six months for my content. I've got no business from it. I can't see the return. But it, I'm not supposed to. It's a long-term strategy, right? <laughs> it's an excuse. The moment you start to do this kind of thing, 
the moment you start to see a return, like instantly, like we've had people do like these exercises that we teach and literally they quadruple their sales inquiries in a month, right? We've had people get on TV. We've had people get their dream client all extremely quickly yeah. once they've nailed the brand. And it's it's that creative part that's missing. So I don't know if, if you find this, Chris, but we're kind of sick of all the blueprints and all the kind of formulas and all the kind of copy and paste this email campaign and you'll suddenly get loads of new clients. And it's like you wouldn't get that in any kind of other industry. Like copy and paste, literally some of the ads that you see are like copy and paste this. And it's like you can't just be and sound like everyone else and expect it to work just like it worked for them. I agree 100%. Um, the whole kind of swipe and deploy uh, yes. mentality that's, that marketers have nowadays um, you know, no longer, no, no wonder people don't like marketers, right? Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> they all bloody sound like each other. They're all using the same email sub subject lines, the same formats for their landing pages. Some of them even use the same graphics, you know, and, and all that sort of type of thing. It, it, for me, it's just lazy, weak work plain and simple. And if you want, you know, you, you said it yourselves and you know I agree with you because I talk about it all, all the time as well. One of the easiest ways to make a splash and to be remembered is to be different, not better. It's actually very, very hard to be better than someone else, yes. particularly if they've been doing it a lot longer than you, right? But you can always be different. You can yes. always be different. And you guys are doing that personified. I mean, like, you are very, very different. And when, and I don't, I don't think I've ever said this to you, but I'm going to drop it on you right now. Okay. What, what pushed me over the edge, and you owe this man a drink when you see him in November, what pushed me over the edge to really make sure that I had you on the speaker bill for this year's summit was a conversation that I had with Jay Bear. <laughs> oh, really? nice. oh yes now jay bear is a legend in our industry yeah. he's a legendary he speaker one of the uh -huh. most sought after speakers on on the planet when it comes to social and 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 marketing right and i was having a conversation about um the people that i was going to in, invite because he'd already signed on to do the keynote this year um yeah. and uh you know i said i'm thinking about uh, you know in, inviting these guys um from the uk they're called andrew and pete have you heard of them? And he said, I love them. <laughs> and I said, I said, like, like, That's all you I, know, I said, really? Like, you know them? He said, I, I think they are the breath of fresh air that this industry needs. They're super creative. They're fun. They're engaging. They know what they're talking about. And obviously I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, but fundamentally he had a massive man crush on both of you. Uh, and and, and seriously speaking, that was what kind of put, I mean, the the final nail was in the coffin, but that was the, the last hammer for me when somebody that I <laughs> love and respect as much as Jay Bear sings somebody's praises like that. So it's working, gents. What you're doing is working, clearly. That's great. And now we can blame Jay for what we're going to do to you, uh, yeah. you pronounce. <laughs> well, now I can blame him. Now I can blame him, right? Oh, dear. So, okay. anyone uh, listening with like suggestions of what we can do to Chris uh, on stage? Oh, God. The more messy, the better. 
Okay, so let's let's have some fun with this. I do this every now and then. Let's have some fun (laughs) at Andrew and Pete, at Chris Ducker, hashtag Messy Chris. Okay, I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to get messy in some capacity here. I don't know how. I don't. All I know is that I have to fit the bill of the Queen Elizabeth the Convention Center, so it better not be too bloody messy. Um, but uh, there you go. We're speaking near the end, aren't we? Like roughly. So you, you won't you won't need to be on stage. No, 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 no. I I still have a couple things to do, gents. Trust me. (laughs) Oh, God. This is so. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I'm going to take back what I said about Jay just now. Uh, We're going to leave that to one side. All right. Let's, let's get serious here for a second, though, because, um, yes, what you're doing is working and it is helping you build a great brand as marketers and as speakers. But let's get to the nitty-gritty, if we can, for the for the second half of the call here and really nut down. Like, how are you guys making your money now? What is your own monetization focus in terms of building your own businesses? Yeah. So the main way that we want to make money and are making money is with our membership site called Atomic. Um, so that's the one thing that we're really, really super, super passionate about is to help, you know, solopreneurs, small businesses get better at content marketing by being a little bit more creative, uh, and standing out. But we also make money in other ways. So we do have uh, a one-to-one coaching program called the rebels program. Now you'll notice that as I go through this, everything we do has like a fun name, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the one-to-one coaching is like a very select group of just 10 people um, and you can apply to be on that and we basically just do two days a month and we have five clients on one day five clients on the other day it's mm-hmm. a very very good and this is all this is all day. virtual right you're not doing it in person um, uh, we have we, we have a we have a couple people. that are local but most of them yeah we're doing on zoom yeah, most people okay. are in America or on, like around the UK um, so we have that and that's just like a monthly coaching session and then we also have a um, <laughs> like one-to-one work where you can hire us out for like a half day or a full day and we actually call that our world domination plans okay. so we have like a select almost like not a template but like a, a things to do to achieve a certain goal so if you want to create your brand and your avatar and all this kind of thing, they come up with some cool ideas for your content, you can spend half a day on that. And we call these world domination plans because it sounds way cooler than like training or <laughs> something like that. I, I would tend to agree. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, it does set people up want world to dominate domination. The world. It does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it gets great results. Um, and we also get money from our book sales um, speaking speaking, and from affiliates. I mean, it seems um, to me that speaking has become a thing that you guys are very much sort of focused on at the moment. Is I mean, am I right in saying that? Or is it just something that kind of just you're utilizing? Yeah, it's, an, it's a really interesting one because I would, I would have probably said yes to you if you had asked us that question maybe kind of, a year ago mm. where we kind of were really focused on getting as many speaking gigs as possible. I think it's done great for our kind of our branding and our kind of positioning, but 
it's not like top of the list when it comes to kind of importance for us, to be honest. It's just it's almost mm. like a like a fun extra. I feel like because yeah. we came right out of university and we just um, went right into running our own business. It's kind of like we didn't do any kind of traveling or any of that kind of fun stuff you do when you're 21. Yeah. So we're kind of taking that opportunity now to be paid to go to all these cool countries. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're making up for our gap here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's great is, because for me, it, it truly gives me the opportunity, um, or shall I say for you, it gives you the opportunity to be able to be discovered by audiences yeah that, you know, probably wouldn't have discovered you, right? Let's just yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, because you are quite UK focused with the people that you work with. And I think that's fantastic. We need more of it. You know, let's not let's not lose track of, of just how many people are in the UK and how many people can do with our help, right? Like, as yeah. people that know what we're talking about, I think it's important to stay close to the home from time to time as well. But I think that by boosting your personal brand as a as a duo over in the US and over in Europe and other places that you've spoken, that's almost enabled you to be able to kind of catapult what you're doing at home as well, a lot faster. Yeah. Oh, definitely, it's yeah. so true. And it's almost like it's frustrating because it's almost a bit hard to kind of quantify what the speaking does in a way. Mm. Because like, if you think about it, right, if you see us walking around a conference, most people think, oh, who brought their kids, right? Because we look quite young. I mean, that's, that's getting better as we're getting older. Yeah. Like, when I was younger, I always wanted to look older. Like, I don't think anyone else has that, but I really did. Well, you both have a little bit of stubble. You, what you need to do is you, you need to full-blown, you need to go like, you need to grow hugely impressive beards, both of you. He's been trying. He's been really trying, yeah. A whole millimeter, I've grown. But it's funny because um, if we're speaking at an event, the moment after we speak, all those people in the room that completely ignored us or acted a bit douchey towards us or looked down on us, all of a sudden want our autograph for the, in their book. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, Oh, you changed your tune. Um, you completely judged us. And so to a degree, speaking is a great way just yeah. to get that credibility. Um, but I think for now, we're focusing on more well, on the membership side, definitely. Mm -hmm. But paid like paid speaking gigs or exciting speaking gigs, like we still want to do like we're, we're like really, really chuffed to be speaking at Upreneur. That's going to be really exciting. Uh, it's like one of the biggest events in the UK, mm -hmm. uh, marketing-wise. So that's like awesome. And that's kind of what we're going to focus on because we are really good at speaking and we do really enjoy it. Yeah. But it takes us a lot of time. Yeah, because we don't just like do a talk as such. Like we really, really think about how we're going to deliver that message when we're on stage. So, yeah, it is a time-consuming thing for us. So maybe we want to do less, but more quality. More quality of events. Yeah. Like you, Pranar. Like you, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, guys, you've already got the gig. Take it easy, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I, I will say... as well, Chris. <laughs> I, will, I will say, though, very seriously, that as I have taken my foot off the speaking gas over the last couple of years um without a doubt it's enabled me to really focus in on growing the business 
I mean, yeah. there's, there's absolutely no doubt about the fact that it does take a lot of time to come up with, obviously, original and and high value presentations. Um, I can I and I don't do what you guys do. Like as a keynote speaker, I don't, you know, I don't kick beach balls into the audience and, and stuff like that. Like it's, it's not, it's, it's not me. I know how to tell a joke and have a good time and all the rest of it. But like, that's, that's another level of creativeness. I think that very, very few speakers actually have. And that right there is the secret sauce for Andrew and Pete. So I, I, I think that you, you know, you should never change when it comes to that side of things. But I think you're also absolutely right to start taking things a little bit more seriously on the business side of things and understand that the speaking is just a vehicle, right? Just imagine going on a journey from, you know, stop number one to stop number two. You've got to get to number two, but like, how are you going to do it? And and that's going to be where I think the, you know, discussions and, and the, uh, you know, the decisions that you make from a speaking perspective are going to become more and more important. Yeah. Yeah. Even to a degree, um, the, there's lots of different uh, things like this as well. So if you're like starting out and you want to build your authority and credibility, like definitely go and, and try and get some speaking gigs because it leads to bigger speaking gigs and bigger speaking gigs lead to many other, other opportunities. And it's the same for like podcasts and Facebook live interviews and all this kind of thing. But then it does definitely get to a point. So some of you that are listening that are a little bit further on, they get to a point where you just need to say no to a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, what, what we realized is that it really does take a lot of time. Like if, it, if an interview takes like an hour basically out of your day and then you've got some time to prep it, you got some time, like downtime after the podcast interview, and then they'll want you to like think about questions or they might want you to promote it after, you know, you're talking like two hours of a day. And if you're doing them like loads and loads and loads of them, it just eats up your time, like the speaking. Got to be so a reason for it. Really, yeah. really precious about it. <laughs> totally. Love it. Okay. All right. This is great. So what is, what's for the future then? do you think for Andrew and Pete, where do you think you're going to take the brand that you've already built? I mean, obviously you're, you know, you're slowly but surely pulling back on the throttle and building up something very nice for you guys. I mean, what, what are the plans? What's, what's, what's on the horizon for the next two, well, three years? Well, domination, Chris. Well, <laughs> well you've already well, yeah, started yeah. that with a bloody inflatable alien. I don't think you've got much to worry about. <laughs> Hopefully that alien can have mind control powers and uh, that'll help us. Um, but we no, we're really, really focused at the moment on um, just building our, our community. Um, so a big focus there is our YouTube channel, um, which would highly encourage and you know would love to invite people listening to this to check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to andrewandpete.tv. That takes you right there to our channel, and that is like somewhere something that we're excelling in that we really love right now. We really want to kind of be on TV, but I feel like we're almost making our own TV channel over on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's the thing. No, recent. you know what? That, this, that's a really good point. And I, I've actually had this conversation with a few people recently where they've said basically the same thing. Like, you know, I'm good. Like, I should have my own TV show. And my mm-hmm. reaction has been, well, don't you already? Like yeah. literally, mm-hmm. don't you already have? I mean, you get thousands and thousands of people watching every video you put up onto YouTube. Isn't that a TV show? 
Yeah, seriously, exactly. it is. Why like the kind of TV dream is kind of not dying in a way, but like, what is TV these days anyway? I guess we just want to just keep on increasing the quality of our content, don't sure. we? Just kind of up in the up in the standards and ourselves. Wow. I mean, I, I I think that you guys, you know, I can't have you. I don't, have you ever seen any of the YouTube videos um, from the guys at Dude Perfect? Dude, Perfect. no, I okay. haven't. Okay. You check those out. Clearly, you haven't. You must check them out. These guys started off just a, just some college buddies doing all these crazy little tricks with like golf balls and and basketballs and skateboards and all this kind of stuff uh, and now yeah. they are a multi-million dollar business and they have their own warehouse where they set up all these experiments and they do all these things and they just do all these it's just one little sort of trick shot after another kind of thing you must go and check them out we'll link to you guys tuning in we'll link obviously to andrew and pete's youtube channel but we'll also link to do perfect as well and the reason why i know this is because my son loves them he thinks they're hilarious um you guys i'm sure you would love them as well but you know they they went from just playing around and having fun to full-blown like facility and you know i kind of i i'm not maybe suggesting that you guys get a warehouse and turn it into your tv studio but i do like i do love the idea of very seriously seeing an andrew and pete set like i i think you guys would be a brilliant double act business chat show type scenario i think that would be great it's funny right because although you're kind of saying that Jokingly, with like the kind of dude perfect thing, that is something that we actually do do. Like, we don't get inspiration that much from other marketers. We're constantly looking outside of our industry at almost who is leading the medium, like who is actually smashing it on YouTube, who's smashing it with a podcast. And that's where we're kind of drawing our inspiration from a lot of the time. And I think sometimes people are so focused in on people who are in their industry and who are doing really well in their own industry. They kind of they don't look at channels like Dude Perfect and think, you know what, I can actually draw some actual inspiration from that yeah, and try right. to apply it in my own industry. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. And and that's the other thing, like that's how you become different and not better. Because <laughs> if if all you're trying to do is do what Gary Vaynerchuk is doing, you're never going to make it ever. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's only one Gary. Don't, don't get right? us started on Gary V when it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Gary. I spent time with Gary. He's a great guy, but I yeah. don't want to be Gary. I I'm not interested in being Gary oh. at all. And uh, you know, Gary does Gary, and he says it best himself. You know, do you? Don't do me. And I completely yeah. agree with that. A lot of people are like I want to be the next Gary V. It's like be the next you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just be you. Exactly. All right, gents. Well, look, it was a pleasure to sit down and chat with you. I cannot wait to introduce you, regardless of how fearful I am of doing so, um, <laughs> at the Upana Summit later on this year. Um, it was a real pleasure to have you on the show, and uh, we'll, we'll make you. sure that we don't wait 311 episodes for the next one. How about that? Oh, sounds great. Sounds, good. sounds awesome. 300. Thank, 300. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having us, Chris. Thank you so much, Chris. And thank you to everyone that listened. And I hope you enjoyed it. And we'd love to hear your feedback if you want to give us a tweet or a mention or a comment wherever this is posted as well. Perfect. All right, gents. 
Guys, for you tuning in, thank you very much for being with us as always. You can get show notes over at youpreneur.com forward slash 311. We will link to um, the gentlemen's uh, on the other side of the court here, their YouTube channel uh, and everything else that they're doing. Um, and obviously make sure if you haven't got your tickets already to come see them speak live, it's going to be a great fun time. Youpreneursummit.com. I will be back at you again with another episode of the world's greatest personal brand business podcast. Yes, I just said that for the first time <laughs> ever. It took me, you, know, you see, look, it took, it took 311 episodes to get to that point. So there you it's go. because we were on the show. Yeah, that's it was right. Clearly it's, a catalyst. It's just, it's just become the greatest show ever, just now, just today. Um, I'll be back with you again next week. Until then, take good care. Bye-bye for now. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love for you to check out the Youpreneur Mastermind Community. It's the go-to resource for everyone wanting to build a profitable, future-proof business based around their experience and those that they want to serve. So whether you're just starting out or if you've been working hard on your personal brand and building your online platform for a while, the Youpreneur Mastermind Community can help you take everything you've been doing to the next level. With lots of training, live mastermind calls, and thriving community forums where you can get the feedback, advice, and more energy and encouragement than you'll know what to do with, the Youpreneur Mastermind community is the perfect place for anyone wanting to learn how to build, market, and monetize their personal brand. For more info and to get started on your new Youpreneur journey, head over to youpreneur.com today. I'll see you on the inside.